Hi everyone and welcome to the Say As It Is with Pete podcast series. I'm Pete, your host, and each week I will bring you some frank and honest conversations covering various topics from learning and development, friendships, funding, HR, strengths, recruitment, ESG, well-being, ED&I, employability, and much, much more. So let's get this week's episode underway and say as it is. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Say As It Is with Pete. And last month, we focused on the lovely world of L&D, and July, I'm happy to say, is a focus on strengths and strength scope. And as a lot of you know, I am passionate about strengths. Um, So if you follow me on LinkedIn, you will see that I post quite a bit on strengths and how I embed it into a uh, strengths awesomeness culture within the organisation I work for. But also, um, if you didn't know, um, and you have, I hope you've been listening to these podcasts, but I do mention to um, a company called Creative Zone, or sorry, creativemind.zone. And Creative Mind is um, a company that I've set up um, in my spare time to offer strength scope uh, to individuals and also to organisations. So um, as I um, successfully achieved my master practitioner status, um, I not only embed it within the organisation, but I also help others um, identify and learn about their strengths and take them on that strengths journey of awesomeness. Um, and I'm going to quite enjoy this month because this month's episodes um, are going to be the uh, last few episodes that I do for season one before I kick off season two um and break down these episodes a little bit more so uh, they're more manageable in seasons but um some people have asked me you know when do i get time to do these podcasts um do my posts on social media and other things and all i can say is that when i learn about strengths and that opportunity of the door opened um and my eyes were lit up Um, when I first found out about strengths um, and uh, undertaking my accreditations to become that master practitioner, uh, it really has opened my eyes and given me that light bulb moment. And I have to say um, a big thank you to Mary, James and Ben at Strengthscope and especially um, the training consultants, Claire, Tony and Paul who each one of them did my accreditation. So quite happy with those guys. And uh, to the amazing practitioners that I get to see and meet um, all the time. But I'm a bit waffling a bit on this one now. So, you know, without further ado, let's get this podcast episode up and running and get a little bit back on track. Um, So, as I said, July is all about strengths. So not only keep an eye out for my weekly podcast that will cover um, strengths and how to use them in different forms, but also um, keep an eye out for some random strengths posts that will be coming up. And you should all be used to those by now. So let's not waste any more time. Get a little bit sidetracked there. So welcome to today's episode, everyone. So today we're going to dive into the topic of understanding your strengths and weaknesses and how Strengthscope can support this journey. Now, 
One thing some of you will know with me is I don't really like the word weakness. And I find it a little bit, I don't know, I, I don't like the word. And if there's another word for it, I would love to, to, to use it. But I think with strength scope, we use the term bubbling under. Those are strengths that you have the potential to be great at. And I don't think anybody has any weaknesses. We've all got great strengths and we've got those things that we potentially could be fantastic at with a little bit more hard work um, and looking at how we can stretch and develop those. So on this episode, um, I will refer to the word weakness, but as I say, it's not really a word I really enjoy saying. So sorry. Um, but as you probably know, um, most of you would have done a SWOT analysis. So strengths, weaknesses, threats and opportunities um, where you'll sit down with the lovely four boxes and you'll write out what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, what your opportunities are and what your threats are. So I'm going to use it based on that term, because for me in day to day life now within um, me personally, um, and within the working environment I work in, I don't believe in SWOT analysis anymore. And, you know, some of the providers we work with always keep referring back or the tutors keep referring back to, let's do a SWOT analysis. No, uh-uh, big red button. We don't do SWOT analysis. We do strengths. Now, if we want to do a SWOT analysis, on ourselves, then I'm sorry, it's got to be strength scope. If you want to do a SWOT analysis on the business or the industry you work on, then that's what a pestle analysis is for. So um, yeah, I'm kind of tearing up the SWOT um, analysis uh, scenario. But anyway, uh, let's crack on. So knowing your strengths and weaknesses is um, crucial for personal growth and development. As the um, wise old saying goes, know thyself but why is self-awareness so important and we look at self-awareness quite a lot in everything we do especially in the world of L&D and apprenticeships and other things so um, according to a study by Deloitte individuals who are self-aware are more fulfilled make better decisions build stronger relationships and are more effective leaders so if you want to be um, fulfilled and an effective person, you need to start by understanding yourself. But where do you start? Well, how do you identify your strengths and weaknesses? So as I said, there are many methods, but one effective way is through self-reflection and feedback from others. So as the great philosopher, philosopher Aristotle said, knowing yourself is the beginning of all wisdom. However, here we go. Being open to feedback can be challenging. And a lot of us take feedback kind of negatively when we should take feedback constructively. So as the British comedian Ricky Chavez once joked, I'm not a fan of the word feedback. It's not that I'm not open to criticism. It's just that I'm brilliant. So it is unnecessary. And I think there's a few people I know and work with that would probably uh, fall into that category. But jokes aside, being open minded and receptive to feedback is crucial for personal growth. And this is where Strength Scope 
comes in. Now, Strength Scope is an assessment tool that can help you, yes, you, and uh, identify your unique strengths and some development areas because it looks at certain things as in identifying your significant strengths. So these are the strengths that you're great at. Then it's looking at your bubbling under. So these are strengths that you have the potential to be great at. And then looking at your drainers, your weaknesses, I should say, which are your energy zappers. Yeah, these are things that zap you. And as some of you have probably heard on other podcast episodes, one of my drainers is common sense. It's not because I don't have common sense. It's because when I'm working with people that don't use their common sense, it drains me. It really, really does. And that's where I have to dial up some of my bubbling unders and lean on some of my other strengths and also lean on others to help me dial up that common sense and get around it. So something that uh, is stated, so as I said, something that is already stated, um, I am a master practitioner and they think that strengths go to state. And it says, StrengthScope enables individuals uh, to identify and develop their strengths and realize their potential, resulting in improved performance, engagement, and well-being. And I would totally agree with that. And as I said, as a master StrengthScope practitioner, that's what it's about. You're identifying and unlocking your potential within your strengths. And it's helping you not only with your um, improved performance, and there's something in StrengthScope called the zone of peak performance. So that's knowing your strengths, your knowledge and skills, and your organizational goals. Knowing all three of those interlock with each other, and they are the wind in your sails and will get you to that zone of peak performance. But it's also when you look at that well-being element is that pathway of limitation to the pathway of possibility. One thing that I love about Scope is that it helps you change your mindset and you need to change your mindset. So there is something, as I said, called the pathway of limitation. But then there is also the pathway of possibility. And that is a fantastic journey. And sometimes they overlap, um, you know, as they should. Um, but there's ways of changing your mindset to, to get you on that kind of well-being footpath. Um, but once you identify and know your strengths and your bubbling unders and you know those drainers, you can adapt them both in your work life and your personal life. So it has a win-win scenario for all. So what can you expect from that fantastic Strengthscope report? Well, there are about kind of four sections, I would say, but one is about your strengths profile. So the strengths profile or the strengths will, this section highlights your top significant seven strengths. It also provides a detailed description for each one. Um, and so, you know, and, and that will give you a, a better idea of it identifies your, your your seven strengths, but you can also see them on the strengths will. Um, so, for example, if your top strength is strategic thinking, um, the report will explain what this means and how you can leverage it. But also what it does is it tells you how that strength can potentially go into overdrive. So, for example, as I said before, I have enthusiasm as one of my top strengths. And sometimes my enthusiasm can go into overdrive and it has the it has the opposite effects. I was going to say negative effects, but I don't like negative words. It has the opposite effects to what I want it to have. 
And also putting my enthusiasm into overdrive means I'm not paying attention to what's going on around me and it may have the less effect that I want it to have. Now, it does look at your weaknesses and I say your weaknesses and what I mean by that is your drainers. We all have drainers, whatever they may be. And I know from doing strength scope with some people, like building relationships is some people's drainer. Um, and I look at them and think, okay, I can understand, but that probably explains why you're great at other things in your department rather than dealing with people. Some people have got creativity as a drainer. So when it comes to looking at ideas and things, I can see where they struggle. Um, and there's, there's some other areas that you might not uh, or some other strengths, I should say, that may be a drainer to an individual. Um, and you could call them weaknesses, but I would rather call them drainers. And drainers do have the potential to be worked on because a weakness can be stretched and challenged and you can learn from it. Um, so, yeah, I, it, it will identify those. And you'll probably see that from your strength scope report and go, oh, OK, yeah, totally agree. That is my energy drainer. Um, so, yes, your drainers are theoretically your weaknesses, but it can you, they can be improved on. And then it's your strengths application. So that section looks at giving you practical examples of how to apply your strengths in different contexts, such as work and relationships. So having a um, strength scope assessment will not only identify your significant strengths, not only will it identify your bubbling unders and your drainers, but it'll also tell you how your um how you can stretch and challenge your strengths, but also look at how your strengths can go into overdrive. But also every strength scope report comes with a debrief. And as a master practitioner, and like many other practitioners out there, we all do debrief sessions. So you would do the assessment with me, for example. Once the assessment is done, we would then book a one-to-one -one debrief session which lasts about 45 minutes or so. And we go through the report fully, making sure you understand it, but also looking how your strengths can be used and adapted both in your work and personal life. But also that then falls into the development tips. So as I say, this will give us time to give you suggestions uh, for personal and professional development based on your strengths and your drainers. But also, if it's done in a wider spectrum, so for example, if it's a company that is doing it, and say you're a company, you're doing your strength scope with me at creativemind.zone, I'll plug that one, uh, then what we would do is we would complete your strength scope um, as individuals so you learn your own individual strengths but then we would run a strength scope team um, and then there as a team we can identify what are the team's strengths as well as the bubbling unders and the drainers for those teams um, and that's more in depth and, and a lot more interesting um, so if anybody is out there that is wanting to try strength scope with their team whether it be a sales team uh, a team of um, quality assurers for EQAs, uh, whether it be an education provider, training provider, corporate organization, wherever you are in the world, because StrengthScope is international, um, then I am more than happy to take you on that journey of strengths and take it into a strengths team as well, because it's a great way for teams to uh, see 
what their strengths are altogether and how they can utilize on each other. But also it's about sharing your strengths profiles. So in the organization I work for, we have a strengths wall of awesomeness, which I created. And in there we have everybody that has done their strength scope. If they're happy, we put their strength scope on the wall. Now, I think there's only one or two people that have taken it down uh, because they don't want it displayed. Totally understand. But they're happy to have their top strengths displayed anyway. Now, when I go around and I'm working on a project or I'm thinking of something where I'm probably going to need extra support or I need to uh, find someone else that has a bit of creativity or enthusiasm or is a bit more results focused, then I can go to the wheel and pick those with that strength. But it's not just about picking those with the strength. It's also picking those with the bubbling unders because those that have bubbling unders may have a different perspective on the task or the challenge I'm facing. And if I haven't got anyone around with a certain strength um, or significant seven strength in the area I'm looking for, then I will go to the bubbling unders because you can be surprised how by speaking to someone with a bubbling under in strategic mindfulness or in detail orientation or creativity, you'll be surprised what you get because you're unlocking that hidden potential. So how can you use this information to improve your life? As I did babble on a bit there. So back on track. Well, according to a study by the Harvard Business Review, when individuals know and use their strengths, they are more engaged to perform better and experience higher levels of well-being. Interesting, right? So, for example, let's say your top strength is creativity. Um, So you could leverage this strength in your job by suggesting initiative ideas to the team, or you could use this strength in your personal life by trying new hobbies or creative projects. So the possibilities with StrengthScope and knowing your strengths are endless. So in summary, knowing your strengths and weaknesses uh, is crucial for personal growth and development. And using a tool like StrengthScope can help you identify your unique strengths and development areas. So as the great British writer Oscar Wilde once said, be yourself. Everyone else is already taken. So go forth and be yourself and don't forget to use your strengths to your advantage. So before we end this episode, um, let's take a look at some uh, some interesting figures from the UK on this topic when we're looking at strengths and weaknesses. Okay, so did you know that according to a survey by Total Jobs, 83% of the UK workers believe that focusing on their strengths is more effective than improving their weaknesses. So there you have it, folks. Come across to creativemind.zone because 83% of the UK workers said they would rather focus on their strengths to be more effective than improving their weaknesses. I get it in some aspects. So what are you waiting for? Let's get your strength scope reports done. Now, As I said, this highlights the importance of focusing on your strengths rather than just fixing your weaknesses. Another interesting figure um, that is according to the study of um, Gallup, um, I think I'm saying that right, um, 
said that employees who use their strengths every day are six times more likely, that's six times more likely to be engaged in their jobs. Now, if you are tuned in to uh, The Strengths Guy, and I know it's recently been renamed, but Paul Burnham, who is one of the founders of Strengthscope and does a weekly podcast, focused an episode on engagement. And it was surprising to find that only 10%, if I'm correct, I think this is right, but only 10% of the UK workforce is actually engaged in their jobs. So... What are we waiting for? If you know your strengths, as it says there, your employees are six times more likely to be engaged. So doing your strengths and or, or not only doing your strengths, but your employees doing their strengths, whether you start your strengths, you know, at the onboarding stage or through their stage of, you know, their journey within the organization, knowing those individual strengths and leaning on it, others strengths as well within the business is going to keep them engaged and you know i've seen it before where you have done someone's strength scope report and you see that individual and go actually you'd be better suited elsewhere i can see your strengths but i think the job you're in now isn't giving you much joy and excitement so i think you'd better suit somewhere else and this is where we think you'd suit and using that is also a good thing because you're using their strengths in other areas that keeps them engaged and motivated but also on that episode that Paul Burnham said it was more about that people are you know using their strengths to craft their careers and if you're using your strengths to craft your career or your job it actually keeps people more engaged. And I will find that episode um, and see if I can put it in the link, but also head across to, um, you know, my my LinkedIn page and it'll also be on there as well. But keep an eye out for the post. Now, if you want to be engaged and fulfilled in your work, it's important to identify and use your strengths on a daily basis. Now, I use my strengths on a daily basis I have my strengths on my phone. I have it on the wall in the office, but I utilize my strengths daily. So I would strongly recommend it, especially when you go into meetings, because you're going in there thinking, what am I going to take into this meeting today? What strengths am I going to use? Or what bubbling unders am I going to have to dial up for this one? And last but not least, a study by Warwick University found that happier employees um, are 12% more productive than their unhappy counterparts. So what can I say? By identifying your strengths and leveraging them to increase your happiness, you can increase your productivity. So it's a win-win situation for everybody. Now, if you're interested in finding out about your strengths or wanting to do your strengths report or assessment um, for either yourself or your teams, then as I've said, you can reach out to me at creativemind.zone or you can message me via LinkedIn um, and let's start your journey together as I help you identify your potential in your strengths and help you unlock your hidden potential. So, you know, listen, guys, head across. I'm happy to do it. As I say, I do uh, my normal day job and I do uh, creativemind.zone on the side um, to support those individuals. And yes, I also do my podcasts and everything else in life. 
but since knowing my strengths it's helped me to leverage them a lot better and helped me balance my kind of work-life balance a little bit but I think we've all got to realize now that work-life balance is like flipping a 50 pence piece um, and seeing whether it lands on heads or tails because work-life balance you know kind of you know work life personal life they're kind of in interlink now with each other that's for another podcast anyway and i'm waffling on again so apologies now that is going to be it for today's episode so again if you want to do your strength scope and you want to find out what your seven significant seven strengths your bubbling unders and your drainers are and how you can use your strengths both in your work and personal life then please, as I said, reach out to me via LinkedIn. You can also get me at uh, creativemind.zone and I'm more than happy to take you on that journey. So thanks for tuning in and I hope that you've learned something new about understanding your strengths and your weaknesses um, with Strengthscope. So Go back and listen uh, to this episode or any other episodes or even the bonus episodes. And you can always listen via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, even now on a YouTube channel called Say As It Is With Pete. You can also listen to these episodes via rss.com and wherever you get your podcast episodes. So until next time, keep being awesome and I'll see you next week.